Ben Napper, <laughs> nice to see you. Yeah, about two months, I think, now to get your feet under the table, which is, is not very long. You've been quietly beavering away, a, a very busy time. What, what, are the, what are the sort of quick learnings from, from what your job is and, and what you need to do to get Norwich where you think it needs to be? Yeah, look, two, two months. Uh, I think it feels a lot longer, to be honest. Um, it's been intense, but really good as well. Um, you know, it's everything that I thought it was and, and so much good work going on here. Um, obviously, a challenging circumstance, particularly when I first came in. Um, you know, a lot of conjecture and, 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 and obviously some frustration with the way things were going. But I think since then, there's been a lot of hard work done both on the training field and off it. Um, and I think we've we've done a good job in really trying to stabilise and, and, and slowly start to build as well. And, and, and certainly there's there's a lot of positivity now you know, internally in terms of, you know, where, where we are and, and, and optimism for what we can achieve for the rest of the season. So, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been intense, but, but really enjoyable. When you say there's lots of optimism now, was there not for a period? I mean, it, it felt like there might have been outside of the building, but obviously you're coming into a building where there's huge change, whether it had been here for a very long time. D did you feel like some of that negativity had spread into the football side of things? Look, I think it's 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 natural, right? When you're when you're on the run of of, of results that we were at the time, um, of course that um, you know makes people um, have doubt. I think anyone who says that that's not the case is is probably lying. Um, so yeah, of course, um, you know there was a lot of frustration internally because everybody knew that there's a lot of quality here. Um, there was frustration at, at, at the way that um, we've been performing, and I think that that's natural, but. Since then, like I said, we've, we've done a really good job of, of addressing some of the issues that I think we had. Um, lots of, of hard work, lots of honest conversations. And, and I think ultimately um, the results of that have been that we have managed to um, you know, solve some of those issues, stabilise and, and start to get on much more of a solid footing. And I think now, you know, in, in recent performances, I think that, that you can start to see um, more of what this team is about. And of course... The focus between now and the end of the season is to produce that um, on a more consistent basis, and, and I think that there's 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 more to come from this group for sure. How much pressure do you do you feel you were under to make the biggest change, really? And, and that would have been to replace the, the head coach David Wagner. There were huge cries for it coming from the stands. You know, you were probably hearing some of that for the first time. You have a different perspective when you're away to when you're at, at Carroll Road, and, and actually hearing it from the fans. And, and maybe that would have been the easy option. You know, you're coming in to make a big statement, but you resisted that. How, how difficult was that to do? Look, honestly, I think that these jobs, you know, the role of a sporting director a lot of the time, I think is about trying to, um, you know, stay calm, um, think logically, um, try not to, you know, be influenced by um, conjecture or noise and, and try and look through that and, and, and make logical decisions that you think um, have got the club's best interests at heart. And, um, and that was always the way that I've worked in my career. And, and yeah, of course, I was aware of the noise. It, you, you can't not be. Like you said, it was, it was audible. I was, I was in the stands and, and, and listening. And, and you see things in the media as well that, that's hard to get away from at times. Um, but look, for me, it was it was it was always something that I was clear in my mind, and, and and I felt like, you know, the best way for me to 
make decisions is to take time and, and that was always what I was going to do and, and, and you know ultimately I think that that's consistent with the way that I've always worked through my career. Do, do you believe that one of the reasons and we've talked about injuries quite a lot but um, <clears throat> excuse me obviously the, the sort of frontline strike force was unavailable and could, could you see light at the end of the tunnel for David Wagner but because some of the circumstances that were going on outside of his control? Yeah of course you know look it, it's something that um, you know Nobody wants to um, point to consistently, you know, there was loads that, that, that the team needed to be doing better and, and everybody was working hard to find solutions. But as well, you know, when you are missing that volume of players and key players at that, of course, it, it has an impact. And, and we knew that, um, you know, once those guys came back to full fitness and, and could reintegrate into the group, we knew that we would be stronger for it. So, of course, that, that wasn't the only reason. There was lots of things that were in our control that we needed to do better and I think that since then we have um, so I think it's always a blend but absolutely there, there was no doubt in my mind that that, that was of course um, you know an element of mitigation around that um, even if it certainly didn't represent all of the reason why the team was struggling. Well things have certainly picked up on the pitch and, and you say there's sort of newfound optimism but behind the scenes as well you've only been here two months and a month of that has been the, the January transfer window how much input were you able to have in that? Because obviously in football, you're quite often working ahead of schedule and, and some plans might have been in place um, from the old regime, if you like. So, so how, what, what impact did you have on January? Yeah, you're right. You know, typically, um, you know, you'd work um, many months in advance. So it, it's never easy coming in sort of on the dawn of a window. Um, but of course, I was able to influence and 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 start to look at, at, at some things that I wanted to do with the team in terms of um, some strategic intentions as well. All of that through the lens of knowing the challenges inherently with the January market. You know, it's typically a window that I think is safe to say, you know, is, is generally geared around instant impact or or you know patching up holes or trying to stave off relegation or, or make a push to achieve targets and. And of course, um, that's important for us, but I was really interested to see if there are opportunities for us to start to shape the group um, with the more medium to long term in mind. And I think we've started to do that um, with some of the business that we did um, that I think will help sort of prepare the ground for us. And of course, it's going to take multiple windows for us to um, shape this group in the way that, that, that I would like to. Um, but I think that some of the work that we've done um, in January cer certainly paves the way for that. The, the one sort of big one, if you, if you like, that you did do up, up front as far as Ida up, up to Celtic and Van Hooydonk coming in, how, how sort of late was that brought to the table? Was that something you kind of been planning with Adam going out and getting some first team football or, or did this all sort of land quite late? Yeah, look, it, it was something that we've been discussing for a while. Um, you know, Adam, we know, is someone who's super talented. Um, but as well, you know, he was hungry to, you know, to, to go and experience something different and, and, and to potentially test himself in a different context. And I think that's also a really valuable experience for a player to go through. You know, he's never been on loan before. This is an environment that is pretty much the only one he's known, uh, certainly since he's been um, a professional. Um, and so that was always something that, you know, we had in our mind, if there was the right opportunity for Adam that we think could give him a good experience and, and, and test him and, and help us learn more about him, then, you know, that was always something that we were going to be open to. Um, and, you know, in Sydney, of course, there was a, a fantastic opportunity for us to do something um, on the way in. And I think Sydney, 
is a really interesting player that you know we've followed for a long time. Um, again, he represents a lot of what we're trying to do with this group in terms of great age profile. Somebody that you know has got some real pedigree, scored a lot of goals in Holland, has, has already got some other good experiences under his belt for someone who's just turned 24. We think he's got the potential to take another step. We think he profiles quite well for, um, or very well for this league. Um, and he's someone that we're really excited to sort of work with um, over the, the, the coming months and, and potentially beyond as well. So we were really pleased with that. And we think that with both um, you know, of those cases, there's, there's, there's real upside for us. And, you, and you've mentioned the age profile before. You, we want to sort of know the sort of short to long-term um, vision for the club. You only get two transfer windows a year anyway, and, and everyone says January is difficult. That does then automatically suggest that there is more emphasis on the summer. You know, with your vision going forward for the club, do you expect it to be busy in, in, in the summer? Yeah, look, of course, summer's naturally the window where you, you know, it's, um, you're more able to, you know, to do more. There's, there's more opportunity. Um, the market's... Um, typically a little bit easier to navigate. Um, trying to find value is um, generally easier as well. So yes, um, look, it, it's something that, you know, we know that we've got players out of contract. There's going to be some, some turnover in the summer. And, and of course, we want to continue um, with some of the strategic directions that, that, I, you know, that I would like to take the group in. So, so absolutely, you know, it's something that we're working hard on at the moment to build a plan. Um, you know, and then we'll be going into that um, with, with the goal of continuing some of the work that we've already started. And just finally from me, um, as far as the Premier League is concerned, that's where everyone wants to be. If Norwich were to get promoted to the Premier League this season, is the club ready? I mean, a lot of fans, while they you know, would love to be there, are concerned because of this sort of gulf between the Championship and the Premier League. If you were to get there, could you make the club ready in time? Yeah, look, I think one of the big advantages of this club is... Um, that in so many respects it, it, it is Premier League ready. Like you look at the infrastructure, you look at the way that we work, you look at the staff base, you look at um, you know the expertise that we have here and the processes and the way the club is working. It's 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 Premier League ready in in so many respects. Um, you know we've got great quality in the group as well. Um, I think that's undeniable. And 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 so yeah, of course. Um, you know I think that that's something that, that we're trying our hardest to, to to be in that position. We want to be in that position. Um, and, and really test ourselves and, and, and we're going to push every day between now and the end of the season to hopefully have that challenge but yeah absolutely Top man. Thank you. But just a few follow ups if we can um, I mean you said yourself there was conjecture when you came in clearly also that we can all see that that was probably around the head coach was one of those elements I mean did you have to have a chat or and chats at any point with David and, and sit down through this period and whether it was to give him your support or, or you know maybe just sort of say things need to move in a more positive direction did those conversations take place look we speak all the time every day so there was always conversations happening um around you know all sorts of aspects whether we whether it be squad planning or or, or team performance um and as i said from 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 day one when i walked through the door that the thing that struck me was um you know the rapport between the playing staff and the coaching staff, um, the level of work that was going on, the, the proactive approach to try and find solutions, the you know the willingness to face up to some of the difficult uh, realities as well of, of where we were struggling and, and things that um, that were causing us issues on the field. So I think um, you know 
around that there was there was always conversations but you know for me it was it was always clear that that everybody was just focused on trying to find solutions and i think you know we certainly don't feel like we're home and dry that's absolutely not the case but from where we were i think there's a lot of good work that has been done so um, i think that's testament really to to those conversations and, and more importantly the actions off the back of them just follow up on well january but recruitment more broadly uh- Interested to know because we know there's been a, now a, over the last two three years well established structure put in place in the South American market. You've got scouts over there. A lot of focus has gone that way. Was that an area you looked at in January? And is it now you've had two or so months to get your feet under the table? Is that a key part of how you see the recruitment map moving forward to, to continue a focus in South America? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, the club's done um, fantastic work in in setting up. Um, a presence in in the South American market. Um, you know, we've got people on the ground there, um, people that are very well connected and plugged into that network. Um, it's an absolute hotbed of talent. Everybody knows that. Um, so, you know, why wouldn't we? Of course, it's it's somewhere that is really interesting for us, um, and it's somewhere that the club has had success with previously, and it, it's somewhere that we'll continue to look. Of course, we're not one-dimensional. It's not that we're only focusing there, but it's absolutely. Um, a key market that I think we'd be we'd be foolish to say okay we're not interested in that anymore. There's there's great players out there. There's there's value to be had and 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 there's there's real opportunities. So absolutely, it's somewhere that we'll continue to focus on and, and build on a lot of the good work that's already that's already taken place. Uh, one aspect of what you did in in January was obviously you know for sure you let him go out the building Poeta as well. Um, and you said earlier on that there will be turnover inevitably this coming summer. Where are we with maybe that? group of other senior players who are going to be out of contract in the summer. Is there any contract talks ongoing now? Are you managing that process? Right now, no. Um, of course, now that the, the window's closed, you know, we can really turn our attention to the summer and, and beyond, um, even looking ahead to, to the winter market next year, um, so that we're a couple of windows um, planning in advance. Um, there aren't any contract talks at the moment. Um, it's something that you know, we'll look at over the coming weeks um, so that everybody's, you know, uh, got clarity um, as we move in towards that summer. Um, but I think it was important, you, you referenced a couple of, of, of players that left in January, and I think that was was really important as well. One of the things that I was keen to do going into this winter was to try and streamline the group a little bit. Um, you know, when I arrived, um, we had quite a few injuries. Um, the medical team did a fantastic job in, in, in getting a, a lot of those players back. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, we went to a place where the group actually looked quite heavy. Um, we were naming squads with, with three or four players that, that weren't even in the match day group. Um, and that was something for me that um, I was keen to address in January for a couple of reasons, to make sure that, A, you know, we could be more efficient with our resource. But also, um, you know, I think that that helps to open up pathways for young players as well, um, you know, in the last... Um, few weeks, you know, there's 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 a greater presence of young players training every day, and I think that's a really positive step. That of course we think um, you know can hopefully lay the foundation to for, for that pathway to you know to really be um, prevalent going forward and, and and give opportunities to young players that we hope can can take those opportunities and then take another step and, and obviously play in the team. So that was a, an important step as well. Um, you know, we talk as much about the. The incoming with Sydney, which of course is exciting, but I think some of that work is is is, is equally important as well. 
and that's a, that's a really important point, and I was one I was going to put to you because it might have flew under the radar a little bit, but you also, Elliot Miles, a highly rated young player, very soon after he was eligible turning 17, you got him on a pro deal in January. And maybe there is a perception, rightly or wrongly, outside of this bubble that that pathway has been slightly intermittent in the last season or two. Obviously, Johnny Rose, the big one who's gone through and is now on a regular. But in comparison, maybe, to the Aarons, the Lewises, the Cantwell Godfrey cohort, that quite turnover hasn't been the case but your previous answer there is reiterating that it's an absolutely key pillar for you and what you're moving forward and what this club needs to be absolutely um you know that's something that is central to our strategy you know we're blessed here we've we've got a fantastic academy that i think has got a demonstrable history of producing players and um you know that is something that we absolutely want to continue um you know like you said we've you know, the emergence of Johnny Rowe has, has been fantastic, but there's other really talented young players, ones that we've secured now on, on long-term contracts. Um, you know, we've got young players that are developing out on loan, you know, in a really promising way. And, and of course, you know, for me, an absolute priority is to make sure that, that you know, they get the opportunity. And, and of course, they have to have the quality and they have to take that opportunity. But, you know, we want to be a club um, that continues to give young players a chance like this club consistently has in the past. Can I just give you, uh, sorry, just throw one name at you specifically. Is there any update from the club side with Ken Abbo? We know his situation in terms of he potentially is one who's out of contract in this one. Yeah, so look, there's ongoing dialogue um, at the moment. Um, you know, Ken's someone that um, has obviously had a fantastic year. Um, he's somebody that um, we're really pleased with. He's working hard every day. He's not allowing this situation to Im impact him in any way, which I think says a lot about his professionalism and his mentality. Um, you know, there's there's nothing to report um, yet. Um, you know, but there is uh, you know dialogue that's open, and, and, and it's a situation that um, you know we're continuing to explore, and, and you know, and hopefully we can resolve soon. Um, going back to the AGM, I think Mark Atanasio, he, he, I think he it was quite open that, that they were waiting for you to present almost a football audit um, of how you see it, maybe your strategy or vision from inside. The building. Have you a been able to present that? Can you give us any indication? Maybe some of the key fundamentals that you that you've t told Mark, Delia, Michael, and, and the rest of the board. Yeah, um, that's been done. Um, you know, honestly, it's it's generally along the lines of a lot of the key themes that we've already discussed. Um, of course, you know, there's 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 more detail around how we want to execute that, but but largely it's um, it's a lot of what we've spoken about: age profile. Academy pathways, um, you know, really getting back to being a um, player development, um, you know, player trading organization and, and making sure that we're set up to do that. Um, so a lot of it focuses around those core pillars. And, and, and I think that's really where everything that we do from now on. And I think what we've done in January and what we will do again in summer, I think you'll see is, is, is always going to be aligned with that. A couple more if I can. On, on a personal level, has there been any, I mean, you said it's been challenging but also you know quite a, a intense period but is there any been surprises anything you going into this environment going into this role maybe didn't expect from the first sort of two three months um i don't think so to be fair um you know it was a club um that i think i knew pretty well before um look at you know i've worked with some of the best um you know head coaches and, and sporting directors um, in the game. And so I think I've had good experience of understanding what this role is like, would be like. And so I don't think I've been 
particularly surprised by by any of that. Of course, it's always a little bit different when you're in it versus when you're imagining yourself being in it. Um, but generally, it's you know for all of the intensity and, and and the challenge, it's been super enjoyable as well. And um, you know, I'm, I'm so happy that I made the step. It's it's absolutely um, what I hoped it was, and, and I'm excited for what we can achieve here because there's so much potential. You know, so much potential. I think. I was sat in the stands, um, of course, um, at the weekend against Coventry, and for me that was um, fantastic experience because it was it was a marked difference for me in, in the atmosphere and the energy in the ground, and and I was just sat there and I was just thinking it, it's so exciting that the journey that we can go on because I think that was the best that I've seen it since I've been here, um, and I think there's there's levels that we can go to way beyond that, um, and I you know I know that it's it's my responsibility, it's our responsibility here to. Um, to deliver a, a club and a team that, that captivate um, the fans and, and that energise the fans. And, and I think we'll do that. And it, it's exciting where we can take it because, like I said, that was, that was the first game where I really thought, yeah, the, the, there's so much that we can do here and it's, it's, it's super exciting. Yeah, that's my final question, actually. You've not seen my questions, have you? Because you seem to know what I'm asking here. <laughs> but, uh, but it was noticeable, wasn't it? Full-time whistle, the amount of people who stayed behind, the reactions to David, his coaching staff, the players, as he went round the pitch... What would be the message now to those fans as we go into what could be a very exciting end to the season? Sure, look, firstly, it'd just be a big thanks. Um, you know, I know that um, there's been really challenging moments, um, you know, frustrating moments and, 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 and rest assured, nobody's felt those more than, than us internally. So it would just be thank you to the fans for sticking with us. Um, and, you know, just a message of, you know, come on, let's really stick together now and, and get behind everything. I think... The window closing helps to really streamline everyone's attention. We're crystal clear on what we're trying to achieve. We're within touching distance. There's a you know real optimism, um, and and let's just attack it with everything we've got together and, and enjoy the ride. You know, there's 16 games left. Um, it's more than a third of a championship season, and and you know let's go full full throttle and see what we can do. Nice, wish you well. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you.